0: Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator once again, the 191st episode. Wow.
1: Jen, let me start by saying this, and I have to say this. You know, I really, really, truly enjoy doing this podcast. And I and I wanted to say that because there was a time when I really didn't enjoy it. <laughs> and I know that may... Come as a shock to some people but i've grown to really love it i've gone grown to love the listeners i've grown to love what we're doing how we're engaging and how impactful it is how important it is for some people you know uh, I've, I've been talked to by uh, quite a few people that said that you know this is something that they really look forward to and they enjoy mm. and it's a part of their life now and so they may not listen to it uh consistently but mm-hmm. they do listen to it and then other people said this is a part of my daily routine so they allow the episodes to build up and i'm just saying that because now it's enjoyable and i look forward to it not just because of the people but because i feel it myself it's impacting me so right. i just wanted to put it out there
0: i feel the same uh before i don't want to say it was a chore but you know I- if anyone's done something new, you tend to overthink it. Yeah. And so the joy that you might get out of it is overshadowed by the, Oh, I have to, these are my must do's and it becomes this task list. So I think that's what it was in the beginning. And then it just began to evolve. And I have to say, you know, when I think of 191, (laughs) we've had people ask like, what in the heck can two people, whether or not you're married, just always have something to talk about. (laughs) And I'm sure we've duplicated. I'm pretty sure we might've triplicated a, a few things, but for the most part, life just gives you new things to talk about or a way in which you can speak of things in an elevated manner. Right.
1: I I gotta tell you, if you're in a relationship and with everything going on in my life, everything going on in your life, and then we have a life together, then we have a life at work, I have a music life, you have a coaching life, you have a business life. If we don't come up with different things to talk about, there may be something wrong.
0: Yeah, I guess you could see it that
1: way. That's how I see it.
0: Yeah.
1: We we should be challenged to have different things to talk I about. Agree. And I agree. And I think we don't have any issues with that at this point in time.
0: I completely agree. And then behind the scenes, what it's done for us, as far as our conversations is it's, I hate to use the word elevated again. So let me try something else. It's deepened the conversations. We're more in sync. I think we're able to understand each other quicker. And then we know how to ask those questions of one another. Oh yeah. When things aren't clear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I love the growth and development from having the podcast
1: absolutely i wouldn't change a thing
0: right so i hate to say this too because we do this almost every month but that's because it's just shocking how fast time goes like we're talking about the middle of september already pretty much yeah this episode is for september 12th wow Yeah. yeah you're right Yeah. So for me this month, and I don't think we shared this either, you know, we just celebrated our birthdays. I'm in this very special journal from the last year of my 40s called Progress, Not Perfection. and (laughs) I like that. You didn't
1: tell me about that one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I'll share it with everyone as I go. But one of the first journal prompts really lend itself to our last few episodes. And Corey, we've gotten so much feedback on the last episode, you know, a couple episodes, especially the one about choosing the human side. Mm. You know, not blue, not red, not based on skin color, based on religion, but just the human side. Right. And I think we did that in about twenty five minutes. So I heard from quite a few people, like, "Hey, c- would you consider an expansion on that?" Oh. Believe
1: it or not, I heard an extreme point of view that Mm. really provoked thought because, you know, there are these people who are conspiracy theorists. Mm -hmm. I've been called one many times. (laughs) And then there are those people that go way past the conspiracy level. And then you have uh, these breaking news alerts that happen. And every once in a while, we'll, we'll catch a glimpse of it. And so I'm alluding to... Um, when this scientist in Mexico cloned a sheep. Okay. And so one would say that someone is attempting to play God by doing that. And so um, the scientist was told he couldn't do this, and then he moved somewhere else and continued to clone. And um, the secret got out that he actually cloned some people. Mm-hmm. And so... This person that was talking to me said, "Were you talking about that human side?" And I was like, "Whoa, wow, <laughs> yeah." So that was a bit of a Interesting shocker. Interesting perspective, but um, you know, I guess that could play a part. I'm not that we're playing that part right yeah, now. I was but... like, "Are
0: we expanding into that?" No. Okay, <laughs> okay. So let me let me share a story, if I may. And I was gonna actually go with one, but I'm gonna go with this one, and it's food for thought. Mm-hmm. So I was in LinkedIn, and I just started listening to Matthew McConaughey's book on Audible. Right. And if anyone's listened to it, don't tell me. But I will say this. I'm enjoying the book narrated by him. I think it adds so much more color to this book. Right. I love how straight up he is and unapologetic. Right, So far, that's what's spoken to me. So on LinkedIn, on a page, I think it's called Love Inspire Life, something like that, very motivational. They show his face and the verbiage is something along these lines. When people judge you, when they misunderstand you, when they gossip about you, don't let their opinions change who you are. I mean, don't let it impact you that way and continue to shine and, you know, continue to be you. So I thought, Ooh, I'm sharing this. This is powerful. Absolutely. You know, don't give someone that power to control who you are and how you do things continue to be you, my kind of message. And so because people have asked us to expand on the human side, I started to really think about things and I said, okay, Jen, take a pause Don't be so quick to be reactive. We talked about this a bunch of times. Liking, commenting, sharing quick reactions, right? Because you're on to the next post. And I stayed there. And I just simply said this in my share. Something like, wouldn't it be amazing if we worked with people in our organization, in our family, in our community circles, in our team?" To where we created a space, a world where there was little to no judgment. When there, instead of gossip, there's the art of conversation and connection and communication. And instead of what was the last thing that I said, Corey?
1: No, uh, not sure
0: about Hold on a second. <laughs> oh, instead of being misunderstood, we and the human side, try to come with a a mind or a disposition of curiosity. So if we don't understand something, we don't just label it as something negative or, you know what I mean? Like we seek to understand. Right.
1: So what I got from the statement may be a little bit different from what, what he put out and what you got. And I don't know if we're on the same page or not, Mm -hmm. but I think you'll understand very quickly. I consider myself a pretty sound, emotionally intelligent person. I think I've picked um, some really interesting, colorful people to be in my circle, my inner circle. Mm -hmm. Um, Not very many people penetrate that, that inner circle because... I'm just, it's its such a small circle. I it just, it never expands. And if it does, it's one person. And then I purposely just don't allow anybody to just show up. So when those people in that inner circle give me opinions, sometimes they're not helpful. Sometimes they're not uh, the best of information, but I don't look at that as hating or someone being jealous or envious or trying to hurt me right i look at it more as um they may not understand the time frame and the time space that i'm in so they don't know how to offer a a proper um opinion at that point so um i'm always shining and i feel like the only reason why i wouldn't shine Mm -hmm. is because i dimmed me out so that's where it Set's a little bit different for me. And, mm-hmm. and and it's not to say that he's wrong, because I'm not saying that. I'm just simply saying it didn't land like that for me. Um, I know when I've had negative people in my life, people that were trying to bring me down, people that were, quote unquote, hating on mm-hmm. me. And that felt a whole lot different than what I have around me now. Now, don't get me wrong. Every once in a while, one of those people have a wild hair and say something that's really offbeat. And you're like, right. Did you really mean to say that? Because if you did, we need to talk about something else.
0: Well, I think my question is this, is why do we feel that we have to give our opinion, period? If someone is, so, for example, we're doing a podcast, Take the Elevator, and people say, oh, some people might say, oh, Jen and Corey aren't educators, or this is not, their background per se, you know, how are they the subject matter expert on elevating people? Au contraire, mon frère. Well, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. People like to give their opinion. And let me give another example. Someone could be sharing something with me and I immediately want to say, oh, I know exactly how that feels. I had a similar story. And so we've shifted it to where it becomes about me, where it's really when you're coming from a place of no judgment, the art of communication, and understanding, posing with, a, with curiosity, you're really listening and understanding it's about their experience, what right. they you know.
1: well, I look at it from this point of view. Uh, Only because I am a little bit more seasoned, meaning that I'm 50 now. Um,
0: (laughs) Oh, excuse me. Everyone heard that?
1: When I was in my 20s, you know, (laughs) there were things that I thought I knew. Uh And I made reference to those things that I thought I knew. And then, you know, getting older, what happens is sometimes you're there when it happens. So you actually understand it on a different level. Or maybe your culture is directly connected to it. And so you'll hear a story based on what someone think or someone heard or maybe Uh what they've seen in a book from someone that had no knowledge on it. And I'll give you a very good understanding. There are these really interesting people. And I'll say interesting because they have come up with ways to raise children, how to discipline them, how Mm to uh, get them to mind you, which is behave. And they have no children. That's a very interesting concept to me. Isn't it? And so to read that book and then to have children, it was like, wait a minute, this is not working. Mm-hmm. All your great ideas, and and these are people with masters and doctorates and all this other wonderful things, but it's different in real time. It's different with a real child that you have to interact with. They, they don't understand that you've read this right. book, and so it made so much sense to, right. to you. Right. So I, I'm just... I'm always going to lean into what I know opposed to what I... What have you read?
0: Read. Yeah. No, I agree. And that's such a good point because here's something else that came up, if I may. Oh, sure. And I know we're just kind of put letting all these things go and we're hoping they just land where they need to for um, people listening. Yeah. Um, You know, we love music. And so... We were listening to a song called Stand Up by Cynthia Arrivo, mm-hmm. E R I V O, powerful song. And we Amazing kept that song. thing on, yeah. on repeat. And it's a song from the perspective of Harriet Tubman. And so check out the lyrics, but here's what stood out to me. Um, she says, I do what I can when I can, while I can for my people. Later on, she says, Stand Up take my people with me together. We are going going to keep on keeping on. I can feel it in my bones. I got a made up mind. I just might fail, but Lord knows I tried stand up and the song continues. And here's what, I mean, there were a few things, right? I mean, I could go by way of man, this is resiliency at a whole nother level. And when I brought that up to you, Corey, you said, Jen. Let's let's talk about resistance. And I'm going to leave that to you. I'm not. I'm not going to steal that from you because that <laughs> was so phenomenal when you said that. What I am going to say is, these are some things that came to me. Is Harriet Tubman and the people that she set free
1: mm. you- would
0: say, okay, that conflict for them or challenge for them was this my experience for conflict and challenge is something totally different. And so what, when, as I'm listening to things, I'm thinking that when you give one standard teaching on conflict resolution or resiliency, we're missing the human side of that because everything, diversity, equity, and inclusivity says each person has different stories. Therefore, what we motivate to or what we teach to what supersedes that is how we listen to one another. Right. Right. So that's all I'm saying is I couldn't even imagine. And what I love, I'm just going to share this about the song and then I'm going to have you jump in if you don't mind, Corey on, on your thoughts. Sure. What was so powerful about the song again, called stand up at the very end She chants four times, I go to prepare a place for you. And if anyone knows, this was what Jesus said before he left the earth to his disciples, Mm -hmm. right? And so she was leading her people out of slavery into freedom, and not necessarily what we would define as freedom across the river. That freedom might have been found in death into the afterlife. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? and. And so when I hear people and I listen, I'm like, I have not even the slightest clue or hint of what you mean when you say you've been through trials and tribulation. Right.
1: So when you when you mention resilience, um, my mind automatically, especially in this particular uh, field of of conversation automatically goes into resistance because there has to be a certain amount of resistance in order to push through and persevere, especially when you talk mm. about um, the the enslaving of a people or a group and the trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to – I'm going to reference to the the song and the, the way the song was written uh, only because I think – to speak on Harriet Tubman, one would have to do a lot of research to understand that yeah. character, and yeah. and and I said character on purpose, um, so that you'll know wh- what that's about. Because a lot of this is metaphorical. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk about releasing or freeing an individual from something, oh man. It's it's so deep and so powerful when you've when you've been released or when you've been set free, and and most people can relate to this on so many different levels. Yes, be it from drugs, alcohol abuse, domestic violence, when prison, prison, whatever it may be, when you've been released, there is a form of resistance. And resilience that has been built up inside Mm. of you because you know how to persevere. Yes. But now you have an understanding on how to fight, which is a form of resistance. And so that's what the song was almost yelling at me that you need to build up your resistance, your Mm. tolerance. And intolerance to some things, you know, it's just so on so many different oh. levels. So, yeah, that's why it was, you know, so powerful.
0: Yeah, I love that interpretation because now I'm even hearing it in my song. And you're right, even the way the song's written, you hear the buildup and the mindset for having to fulfill this purpose right you know and
1: you're so right it's not cookie cutter it's not every, everyone's not gonna get the same thing and what i just said it's not gonna impact their impact everyone the same way as yeah. a matter of fact i'm glad it doesn't because i want different perspectives
0: right someone
1: got mad yes. when i said that someone got happy when i when i said that someone got uh enraged when mm. i said that and that's okay everyone is welcome to their own feelings and their own interpretations of what i just said just like When the person wrote that song and sang it, there a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings were provoked and brought forward so that it could do that one thing. And that's make you think on your own.
0: Yeah. That's so impactful because like you said, Corey, that's going to land with people differently. Mm -hmm. And if we were the co-podcasters to hopefully appease everyone, we wouldn't get there. And so, that person or the persons that asked us to expand on the human side, this is the human side. We all have different stories. We all have different opinions. The thing is, is when you have conflict, see people think, well, conflict is disagreement or there's, um, something's broken. And sometimes conflict is, we don't agree. Something that's important to you or that you hold as, as your core values are not mine. Right. And so when you look at people who have a difference in opinion and we're trying to understand each other, sometimes people avoid things. Sometimes people say things to appease. What we're hoping for is just a collaborative spirit in which we can say, I respect you for what you see and how you perceive that. And then, you know, what my experiences are and how do we come together and collectively make this an amazing, courageous wisdom or space where we can truly pick the human side and be honest about that.
1: Well, can we address the elephant in the room before we get out of here? Yes. And that, and that is simply this: some people were born into an enslaved situation or Mm -hmm. mentality. And some people were born into a, um, masters mentality and so neither one of them even knew there was a conflict at that point in time someone had to tell them that there's a conflict of interest here this person was born into slavery and you were born a master so
0: well it's like did you see that video i thought it was so sweet a black kid, they were toddlers a black kid and a white kid mm-hmm. their parents brought them to see each other and they run toward each and other just and hug, each- hug
1: yeah embrace yeah because
0: they don't know they don't You're know right. yeah
1: and so you have that situation that's happened. And so we we have to take the reins on one of two ends of this yeah. dilemma. And we have to say either we're going to address it, we're not going I mean, you know, you'll figure all that out. I'm not I'm right. not gonna tell people how they have to address what, what it is that, that is obvious, but we, we do know that That's typically the elephant in the room. We didn't even know there was a dilemma. We didn't know that there was a conflict. And now it's popping up, and
0: so now it it needs to be explained one way or another. That's right. That's right. I want to end with this, too, if I may. When my personal opinion and my experiences have led me to this. If we're going to be on the human side and talk about things and be open, let's learn how not to be overly sensitive. So those conversations can take place. Guilty. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. Especially when you're messing with things that I hold dear to me. Yeah. And that's where the growth happens. Like what emotional intelligence, what part of that do we have to grow in so we can have these conversations? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: I, I really need to thicken my skin on some sub- subjects because I'm automatically on the defense. Right. So you're absolutely right.
0: Right. And that's not taking away from those experiences either. I would never say, oh, get over it. That's not what I'm saying. Is if you're ready to be open, come with it. And be honest to people if, if that, you know, struck a chord. And be ready to talk about it. Right. Right. Wow. I, you know, I hope that this encouraged and uplifted and elevated and you may not feel like oh you gotta walk you know listen to this episode so great high energy and it's it's truth and so that is freeing
1: it is and i know something was provoked so i'm happy with that
0: right and you know us to take the elevator we say look up and let's Elevate. elevate every day